0: This is Stephen Strang. Welcome to the God and Cancel Culture podcast. I've been doing a lot of publicity, and one of my favorite interviewers is Jensine Bard with her program that she calls Testimony. She's interviewed me, I think, for all of the books, and she was really enthusiastic about this one. I think you'll enjoy this interview with her. And let me remind you to go to my website, stevestrangbooks.com, where you can get an autographed copy of the book, or it's available at many retailers. Uh, probably easiest to get it at Barnes and Noble, but also at uh, amazon.com, christianbook.com, and also I'll push mardell.com. I actually ordered a copy on mardell.com. And without further ado, here's my interview with Jensine Bard.
1: He is the best-selling author of God and Donald Trump, Trump Aftershock, God, Trump, and the 2020 election, God, Trump, and COVID-19, and now, in perhaps his most critical read to date, God and cancel culture, stand strong before it's too late. And no, this is not another book about former President Donald J. Trump, though highly successful and prophetic, no doubt, but it is about... The alarming, shocking, reputation-destroying, and yes, life and livelihood-threatening cause and effect of a culture-cancel society gone mad, and the victims of their rage, as you will soon hear. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome back to Testimony, always a joy and honor indeed, founder and CEO of Charisma Magazine and Charisma Media, best-selling author, award-winning journalist, and one of America's top influential leaders and evangelicals in America today, as touted by Time Magazine, and rightly so, having interviewed four presidents, plus 40-plus years of impacting culture with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Please welcome my good friend, Stephen E. Strang. Steve, welcome back to Testimony.
0: Well, thank you. It's always a pleasure to be with you.
1: Well, it is always great to have you. Steve, I'd like to start with just a couple of your many highly respected endorsements of your latest great read, God and Cancel Culture, starting with internationally renowned presidential historian Doug Weed. And I quote in part, quote, This is one of the most important books written this year, and one of the scariest. This is what the modern version of Nazi book burning looks like, end quote. And from the man who would write the foreword to your book, inventor, entrepreneur, activist, and best-selling author of My Pillow Fame, Mike Lindell, who is perhaps most visible in the fight against cancel culture, and I quote in part, as people see what is happening to me, everybody can see what will be taken from all of us if we don't put a stop to it. Everything you are afraid of losing will all be gone anyway if you don't stand up now and speak your mind, end quote. That said, Stephen E. Strang, how important is God and, and cancel culture for equipping us for the fight we are in and warning us for the fight that is to come steve strang the mic is all yours
0: well thank you you know in a way we could stop because mike Lindell's uh comment is kind of the purpose of the book you know i realize it takes more than one book to change things but Each of us has to speak up on whatever platforms or whatever arena we're in. And this is my way of doing it. Um, You know, this is not just about some mean people deciding, well, we're going to get so-and-so's Facebook page canceled. I mean, it is much, much deeper than that. The word we're starting to use more and more is wokeness. You know, it's far leftists who have an agenda that is anti-God, anti-American totalitarian socialists we're moving in that direction those of us who love America and love our Constitution never thought it would come to this but there are people who are trying to destroy the Americas that we grew up with they're trying to make America something very different and they're trying to cancel everyone anyone who uh, speaks up against it or tries to stop them this is cancellation now Canceling people has been going on for centuries, maybe millennia. I mean, the Roman Empire tried to cancel Christianity in the first century. Thankfully, Christianity's still here, and the Roman Empire is in the ash heap of history. So it's not going to really work, but tyrants and dictators have always tried to cancel opponents. We've seen this in our own lifetime. Even right now, you go to North Korea or communist China, they're going to cancel everything, put people in jail, kill them, whatever. And like I said earlier, we didn't think this would ever happen in America. Now, thankfully, we still do have constitutional protections. We still have laws. So they can't kill you, but they try to kill your reputation, your ability to make a living. They try to intimidate people. And one by one by one, they're picking us off. And, you know, it's not just one group. And it's in many different places, from taking books off of Amazon to coming against people. You know, CEOs of companies have been fired because they gave money to a political cause of somebody that wasn't considered okay. And I cite these in God and cancer culture. I give examples, lots of examples, even of CEOs that... They found out that they sent money to groups that were trying to protect marriage. You know, there were some referendums in different states. And for that horrible crime, they actually lost their job. And so what that does is it intimidates everyone else. It's played up in the news. People think, oh, dear, you know, that happened to so-and-so. It'll happen to me. I better be quiet. That's what I call self-cancellation. I believe that that's most dangerous. Because it means that the bullies don't have to cancel us one by one. We cancel ourselves. We become quiet. We become intimidated. I believe we still have rights. We still have time. We've not lost. But I think that we'll get to a point of no return if we don't stand up. The subtitle for the book is Stand Strong Before It's Too Late. You know, I could have called the book God and Wokeness. A lot of people don't know that term. It was kind of my catch-all that I could deal with this very, very serious problem and cancel culture was kind of a nice overall term, but they're trying to cancel not only Facebook and political speech, they're trying to cancel religion in a lot of ways. I mean, look at COVID-19. Some of the leftist governors, Gavin Newsom uh, being the best example probably, shut down churches with the idea was to keep people safe. But at the very, very same time, uh, rioters were looting and burning, not wearing masks, not being social distanced, and they were actually lauded. Gavin Newsom actually praised them for being courageous. But if you went to a church, they were saying that you would be a super spreader. Some of the authorities were threatening fines or arrests of pastors who held service. Meanwhile, you could go to a liquor store or a marijuana dispensary, or in some states, Abortion clinic with no regard at all for this virus that could kill people. Now, as time has passed, we found out that as bad as the virus is, it's a fraction of as bad as they warned us, much less than 1% of the people who get COVID die from it. Most people recover it, including myself. I had a very, very mild case in uh, December. I was only sick about three days. I've been sicker with the flu. I realize a lot of people do get very sick. I was with a friend yesterday, had a cup of coffee. He's from California. His daughter, who had her immune system compromised because of some medical things, was very serious, was in the hospital on a ventilator. Thankfully, she got better. And we were discussing this. They've used this to um, really punish people who don't go along with the narrative. Now, I have a whole chapter on the reaction to COVID-19, where medical doctors who suggest that hydroxychloroquine, or ivermectin helps most people get well. But because it's not approved by the CDC and because it kind of goes against big pharma, big pharma would much rather you spend all this money on these new vaccines, which were rushed out, you know, largely thanks to Donald Trump. I mean, we did not have a vaccine. Now we have four. Right. Uh, some people say they're not actually vaccines. They're actually shots. Now we're finding out off the CDC website that 14,000 people have died after getting the shots. There was another vaccine not long before COVID that was taken off the market when 25 people died. You know, it's just crazy. It's become so political. And the left is using this to impinge on the rights of the rest of us. And if you don't agree with them on LBGT or COVID or a lot of these other things, they try to cancel you. They try to punish you, as I said earlier. Look what they did to Mike Lindell. 23 retailers refused to carry my pillow, which is a very good product. I slept on one last night. Uh, Why in the world does a pillow have to do with cancel culture? Mike (laughs) Lindell had the audacity to back Donald Trump. And then after the election, he had the audacity to say, we need to really look into all these charges of election fraud. Well, of course we should. Anytime election fraud is alleged in this election or any other election it should be investigated there are people who don't even want you to investigate it and if you dare to speak up about it you're canceled and it's getting bad and it's going to get worse if we don't stand up
1: amen ladies and gentlemen you're listening to best selling author Stephen strang his latest must read God and cancel culture. Stephen, you've answered several of the questions I had for you in your great opening. I just would like to remind our listeners with some of what we are dealing today. A 2020 presidential election that went south. 80 million in protest over a rigged election. And now regime of socialist, Marxist, and communist ideologues. Behind a commander in chief barely in command of his own mind and seemingly bent on destroying America's foundations and authority worldwide with a disastrous Afghanistan withdrawal, open borders beyond belief, lawlessness, crime, the norm of the day, and a politicized pandemic that borders the need for Nuremberg code defense. And this, just for starters, Steve. Strang. For those out there that are listening, Christians, non-believers, they want to just give up, hide in a hole, say it's over, and wait until the storm passes, what
0: say you? Well, we don't have that option. You can hide. In some ways, we've been hiding for the last 50 years. You know, this stuff did not develop overnight. All of a sudden, it got to kind of a tipping point, so to speak. But college campuses have been canceling students who believed in God or the Bible version of creation as opposed to evolution. You're ridiculed, shut down, in some cases got failing grades. I can remember from the 70s when this kind of thing was happening. Uh, People who would try to witness on campuses, you know, to talk about Jesus, shouted down, hounded off, made fun of, ridiculed. Uh, All of this is a type of cancel culture. Nowadays, it's even far, far worse where almost no conservatives or people who believe in biblical values have a say on most college campuses. The media is almost uniformly leftist. Uh, The media has been liberal for many, many years, but the leftists today are very different from the liberals of yesterday. You know, the Democratic Party in my opinion, and I say that as a former Democrat, I was a Democrat for 20 years in the 70s and 80s into the early 90s really? when it just got so far left, I couldn't even go along with it. But then the Republicans aren't a whole lot better, you know, in terms of changing the direction of society. Now, Republicans don't try to cancel you in, in quite the same way, but, you know, that's a discussion for a different day. This has been going on a long time, you know, when the LBGT community started to emerge back in the 80s. It wasn't called that back then, but there was a big deal to get people uh, using the word homosexual to using the word gay. And that happened in the mid 80s. The New York Times uh, decided as a policy of style, you know, different uh, publications will have a style. The New York Times style is the same Mr. and Mrs. They're one of the few newspapers that do. I'm just giving that as an example for people who maybe don't know journalistic style. And they made a decision to start referring to people as gay instead of homosexual. Tim and Bev LaHaye were among them that were saying, we need to be alarmed about this. And the gay community back in the day said, oh, you're just a bunch of alarmists. Just learn to live with us. Be tolerant of us. Don't worry about it. Well, it became same-sex marriage. Now, because of the Supreme Court, with one vote of one justice, it's the law of the land. I should say it's legal. Now, it's like if you even speak up against it, you're canceled, you're ridiculed. And I really believe that a lot of this wokeness, and wokeness includes all the above, there's very, very different extremes. Black Lives Matter is very different from, you know, what some people call the gay agenda, which in some ways even different from socialism. Although my book, God and Cancel Culture, actually talks about all these things, whole chapters that says, this is not cancel culture, it's communism. I exactly. interview experts. I had 23 major interviews. Everything's footnoted. But people who have worked and are experts about communist infiltration, mainly from what we used to call Red China, now Communist China, they've been very effective at many different levels, flipping states from red to blue in some swing states, trying to get more and more infiltration. And we all sort of see this in the news a little bit, and we kind of know that it's not good, but we don't believe it's as bad as it really is. It's probably worse than what we think. And my book, God and Cancer Culture, is my way of trying to sound the alarm. I also talk to people with prophetic gifts. You know, outside the church, people don't even really use the word prophet, unless referring to a historical prophet from the Old Testament or something. Uh, most people think it's, you know, a bunch of nonsense. You know, if you believe the Bible, you know that God raises up prophets and speaks through prophets. You know, there were prophets who said that Donald Trump would become president. That was the thing that caused me to write the first book, God. in Donald Trump That, you know, where's God in all this? Well, God revealed to these people. And at the time, it seemed impossible. Up until the votes were being counted on election night, it seemed impossible. Yet it happened. You know, I talk to these prophets and say, where is God in all this? Well, there are some who are believing that all this nonsense, things are going to get so bad or are already so bad, it's going to cause people to turn to Christ. And we are seeing some things like this. In California, where they couldn't even go to church, they even banned home prayer meetings. And when they finally began to open up the churches, you could have like 25 people in it. It was nonsense. But you could go to the grocery store or Walmart, and there could be hundreds of people in it at any time. You know, this goes back to what we were talking about, COVID. One of the points I make in the book, God in Cancel Culture, is they cancel churches based on a virus. Now, what excuse are they going to use later? I'm concerned that they saw that the Christians, were really all the churchgoers, you know, this applied to Muslims and Jews and Mormons as well. It wasn't just aimed at Protestant Christians. Um, right. But they saw how passively everyone went along with it. In fact, in California, there were a few brave pastors who stood up to it, and they faced fines and even imprisonment. Uh, Cheon, who's pastors in uh, Pasadena and heads up a whole network of churches, he's been a friend of mine since 1985. He's a good man. He's a strong leader, but he's always been quiet when it came to a lot of the political issues of the day. Well, he stood up against not only the state of California, but the city of Pasadena, they were levying fines of $1,000 per incident, per person. And there were a lot of people that came to a church to show their solidarity and to say, this is just wrong. We have religious freedom. Our constitutional rights for religious freedom, or any of our constitutional rights, do not go away just because of a crisis. But yet, you know, it was like this dread disease that, thank god it is not as nearly as dreadful as they were saying because when it first came out they were making it sound like the bubonic plague in europe in the 1300s exactly. that wiped out a third or half the population it's nowhere like that in fact <laughs> there's reason to believe it's not a whole lot worse than the common flu is right. on a really bad flu season so anyway you can see that i'm passionate about this the book has lots of information And I hope that I'm uh, not overloading you with uh, my opinions about these things.
1: You are not. That's why I wanted you to come on the broadcast. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to best-selling author, founder of Charisma Media and magazine, Steve Strang. His latest must-read, God and cancel culture Stand strong before... It's too late. Steve, all of what you said is great. It's a great read, packed with information in a variety of ways. Um, I am reminded of a recent YouTube video that came across my desk, and it showed a pastor's wife openly rebuking a board of supervisors for trying to pass and declare her city a quote, champion for abortion, end quote. Steve, she summarily took that argument down in a public forum with biblical declarations, decrees, and her own personal very sad testimony on this subject. So question, how important is it for believers to take authority over evil spirits, declaring and decreeing, which God says, whatever we declare and decree, that is what will be established and at the local level, which this pastor's wife brought it to. Your thoughts?
0: Well, good for her. Bravo for her. Thankfully, there are people like her who are speaking up. Well, first of all, being pro-life, I think, is very important. And unfortunately, a lot of public officials are very, very liberal, like in that city that you described. And um, she needs to stand up. We all need to stand up. And it's not just, freedom of religion. It's also freedom of speech, freedom of assembly. All of these are under attack. And uh, my book, God in Cancer Culture, I talk about brave people. I've mentioned a couple of them. Greg Farrington, uh, right outside Sacramento, California, was a very brave pastor. They shut down for a few weeks. Uh, remember, everybody did. But then when it went on and on and on, he said, you know, the Bible tells us, to forsake not the assembling of yourselves. So he started having church. Uh, a lot of the other pastors, he tried to get them to go along. They didn't want to, or they would call him in the dark of night, like Nicodemus went to Jesus, you know, afraid to even show their faces. After it finally opened up, and only after they went to the Supreme Court, Cheon had a case that went to the Supreme Court. Uh, Matt Staver and the Liberty Council, I've, We've written lots of articles on Chris News and I've done podcasts with them and so forth. He went all the way to the Supreme Court and thankfully they won. And California backed down and then all the other churches were putting up banners. Oh, we're open for <laughs> we're open again. It's back to normal. And Greg Carrington made the point in one of my podcasts on the Strang Report that isn't it something you celebrate when the government says you should worship instead of you know, following what God says, and also making the point that we need to not go back to normal, where we're in our little church cocoon, in our little bubble, kind of doing our religious thing, and not really impacting the culture, and being timid, and kind of following along, trying to go along to get along, and I just think it's it's a very concerning time. However, good things come of this. You know, there are pastors... I just mentioned a couple of them that have backbone that they never had before. And there are a lot of examples around the country. It's not played up in the news media. The news media is not friendly to Christians at all. They just aren't. You know, thankfully, we still have for even the press, so that people like me and, you know, there are others, of course, that are out there either in print or online trying to get out the word. And uh, we've got to help each other stand together. We have little silos where we all kind of do our own thing and don't really help each other. That has got to stop. And I think as things get more and more serious, people's eyes are being opened. And I hope that my book, God and Cancer Culture, helps people's eyes to be opened to understand what's really going on. People don't know what to believe. They don't. Um, even in my research, it was hard to figure out you know, on COVID and everything else, who's right and who's an extremist and all this kind of stuff. But I'm a journalist. I've been doing this for a long, long time, as you mentioned. Right. And I hope that this book, a lot of time and energy went into this book. And I wrote it because of the message, uh, specifically Christians, because nobody else is going to stand up if we don't. They just won't. And I believe that this whole thing is moving. Toward socialism and communism, and communism is always atheistic, always gets rid of God. I think ultimately it's an attempt to cancel Christianity because if Christianity is canceled and nobody is objecting to abortion, nobody is objecting to non biblical marriage, you know, you can go right down the line. No one's objecting to prostitution or gambling or any of the vices that we use the term vices, but. Really, a lot of the things uh, the Bible calls sin. Ultimately, things are not going to change in our country unless people's hearts are changed. So we've got to be loving. We've got to show the love of Jesus, of course. But we've got to stand strong for our rights and for the America founded on biblical principles, a city set on a hill for all to see. And America is losing that, the left and the woke people are trying to make America just another country, kind of like Canada. You know, Canada is a lot like our country, but it is not a world power at all. It's really very, very liberal. In fact, they have laws where, under the guise of hate speech, where if you say certain things about certain groups, a pastor can be arrested for reading the Word of God. And (laughs) <laughs> um, you know, I pose the question, is it possible that the Bible itself is sometimes labeled hate speech and that the Bible is canceled? It has happened before in history, thankfully hundreds of years ago, but it has happened before. And we've got to do what we can. It was no accident that we were born in this generation. God has something for each of us to do. We all have a sphere of influence, even if it's just our family, our neighborhood. The people at work but we can all stand strong we can speak up we can say the cancellation is wrong and we can support other people my Lindell, you know there's lots of examples who are canceled we need to stand strong before it's too late
1: amen and amen ladies and gentlemen you have been listening to founder of charisma magazine and charisma media Best-selling author Stephen E. Strang, whose latest *God and Cancel Culture: Stand Strong Before It's Too Late* is a must-read, you can learn more about Stephen Strang and Charisma Media by visiting Charisma Mag or CharismaMedia.com, and get his book at Amazon.com and Steve Strang Books. Dot com, and catch his podcasts on the Charisma Podcast Network. You will be blessed, informed, and given hope that you did. Mr. Strang, Steve, sir, thank you uh, for once again writing a book that spells it all out and beautifully so. God and Cancel Culture is a critical must read for the times in which we live and a wake up call. And call to action for every Bible-believing Christian in America that sitting it out is not an option, but, quote, fighting the good fight with practical and spiritual tools is not in fear, but in faith. Your best-selling God and cancel culture is just the resource to help us all do just that we thank you and god bless
0: you and thank you for the opportunity to be with you again you're doing a great job keep it up